All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, yo. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another exciting episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hit List, and here are my co-hosts, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, guys? What's booyaka, going? booyaka, boop, 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 boop. Are you, you done? You, you, could, you could add some... Boom. You could add all the, all the automatopia you want, man. All right, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> You got you. I'm done. I, I don't. I don't mind you, Adamatopia. It's it's what you do, though. You know, you do that outside the podcast and here. You know, yeah. it's, it's also a fun word to say, Adamatopia. And I could scat. Yeah, you could scat. Yeah. Remember that song? Scat. How many people just turned off the show already? As this right now. How many people just like, ah, uh, you know what? No, not doing it. How many like new people probably listening are like, yeah, nah, not doing it with these guys anymore. These guys are random. Yeah. Uh, anyways, party people. So uh, it is the holiday season. And with the holiday season, always might come an early gift for you, which would be a championship in your fantasy football league. All I want for Christmas is my fantasy football championship. Is that fair to say, Marchetti? Yes. Is that what you want for Christmas? Uh, yeah, of course, because it will pay some of, uh, some of the stuff off that I bought for Christmas, the holidays. How much do you invest each year in fantasy football? I try to limit myself. Unlike you, you're like in five leagues, right? Right, but I only pay for four of them. You only pay for four? Yeah. Um, I try to just play in three or four tops. If I end up getting into more than four, I try to co-own you know, uh, those teams in those leagues. Right. Because it ends up being too much for me. No, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. It's funny. When I started this podcast, too, I was asked to join other leagues. Like something like $1,000 to join. I'm like, yeah. Which I would love, I would love to one day if, if I, granted, if I had the money to do stuff like that, but I don't. I mean, every year I'm, I'm more or less about $700 I invest into leagues. $700? So, so, just about, more or less. I'm about 1000 I think. About, all right. So, all right. So you play, we all play multiple leagues, so just about. Um, anyways, with this being week 16, with this being the finals week, with this being the championship week. Finals week. Finals week for, for the majority, for pretty much most of the people. 95%. Is it really? I don't know. I just threw a number out there. <laughs> I really thought. No, I was to say only only five percent play until week seventeen. I only know of two people that go to week seventeen that they um that they're because and you should convince them not to go to week seventeen. Yeah, no, because this week is hard enough as it is, and there's a lot of things going on. Anyways, with that being said, I want us to to start away all all cylinders off, start firing right away. Let's just jump right into the games right now. And let's just get that that started instead of uh, the little warm up banter which we usually do on the show. Let's just get right into it right away. Right, you start first. I start first. No, you start first. No, you start. First. No, you start first. Um, Redskins. Do you Titans. have a coin so we could just do a coin flip? No. Okay, so I start first then. Go ahead. You start first. Siri, flip a coin. 
Let's see what Siri says. <laughs> I no. thought I was oh, going to start no. first. No, you start first. Go ahead. All right. So Redskins and Titans. Talk to me. Let's go right into it. Let's get all the games down. Let's get them all out the way. Let's not rush it. Let's go into full detail of every game. And full you, detail? Well, as much as we can, I guess. All right. As much as we so know. So the Washington Redskins versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this this <laughs> is an interesting game. Mm-hmm. You have the Redskins who still have a shot to win the division. Right, and you have the Tennessee Titans who have been rolling. Uh, the Redskins, you know, they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's not much to say. They beat them sixteen to thirteen. Tennessee, you know, they they won the last, you know, the last three games they won. They beat the Jets, the Jags, and the Giants. And you saw what they did to the Giants. They gave them a donut. But I did say last week in that game, I did. I um, shout out once again to the people here at Gotham Podcast Studios and uh, for everything they do here at Gotham Podcast Studios. And I collaborated. With another podcast here, this is called On the Board Sports, and I was talking with uh, Sean T. Shout out to you, my friend, uh, about you know what did I think about that game, especially him being a Titans fan and me being a Giants fan, uh-huh. and we spoke a lot about that game. And I told him, as long as the Giants could contain Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry coming off that high, and you know, you know, coming up fired up after what he did to the Jaguars, which is a very good defense. Yeah. You know, coming off what he did to them and to the Giants who get run on, I I saw that he was going to run on them, and I saw he was going to have a great game, and I said that, and he did. He had a 30-plus point game, and I said, as long as we can contain Derrick Henry, we should be okay. And we weren't because we didn't contain Derrick Henry. So, you know, what he's doing is just – He's balling. He might might win uh, a couple or most people that have him still rostered. Might win the championship. He might. He might win for some people. Yeah, because he's been balling. Especially with the, he has a good matchup this week too. Derek, Derek Henry. The last two games we're talking about forty seven point eight and thirty point two. He's 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 been RB one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He's uh, it's it's he's he he's gonna have a good week this week too. I feel. So you for sure you're gonna start Derek Henry. Right. Um, yeah. Very 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 start worthy. If you have Tennessee Titans, feel free to start them. The defense, yeah. yeah the, oh, yeah, the defense is the, also the, the defense special team. You know, they scored the last three games six points, thirteen points, nineteen points. Uh, Corey Davis is interesting for me. You know, the last three games, he scored 14.4, 4.1, 6.3. It's hard to trust him. It's hard to trust him. Right. Uh, maybe as a flex, I'll, I'll give him a shot. But if he has, at best, I think, flex outing. But it's like I said, it's hard to trust. There could be some better options out there. There's probably better options, I think. Um, in the Washington Redskins side, uh, there's not much to trust over there. I think no one. Jordan Reed's out. Jordan, yeah, Jordan Reed's out. Vernon Davis banged is possibly up. out. Possibly out, banged if, up. You know, the way t- the tight ends have been this year, Jeremy Sprinkle scored 10.9 points last week. Mm-hmm. So if he does play, might, maybe. It's, like you said, it's you know, hard to trust get, him, though. Yeah, but it's hard to trust any tight ends. Yeah, because they're all dead. I've been yeah. saying that all year long. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I'm hyped about? I want to say sorry to interrupt you, but Go you know ahead. what? I, but you know what? I, you know what? I, you know what I'm hyped about? So I looked it up, and and I'm gonna put up a video, two separate videos, right? I'm gonna put up on YouTube and on our Instagrams of uh, the the good the good calls we had this year and the bad calls. You know, because why not? Because I'm gonna put the good calls because we made. I, I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, of, just put all the good calls and not the bad calls. We're gonna look very good. Yeah, we would look great, but the thing is, I like great. Yeah, but I would like to make fun of ourselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, come okay. on, I, you know, like I said, we're not pros; we're just everyday guys here. Yes, yes. And I love, you know, I, we're not. I, I like making fun of myself, you know. Just why not? It's fun like that. Anyways, uh, but I'll make the back calls. But one good one I made that I'm going to add to the video, to the video, which I'm very happy about. So far, I said in the beginning of the year, and people thought I was crazy. This one I got the most heat about all year. 
from the beginning. I said Jimmy Graham was going to be outside the top ten. Yeah. Jordan Reed's ahead of Jimmy Graham. Amazing. J- 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 Jimmy Graham right now currently is tight end number 12. He is outside the top 10. And he, In PPR he, scoring. He would have been inside the top 10 if he would have caught that touchdown. That ended up being an interception but, in the red zone for that. May, maybe it would have. But you know what the thing is? You know what the thing is? Is that yeah. look, at, look, look at all the other tight ends that have been out with, you know, um, with Gronk doing bad all year long, with with uh, Delaney Walker being out, with Greg Olson being out for so long, you know, with Evan Ingram out for a little bit, even having a bad year, but still being out, with Will Disley going to the IR, with um, what's that quarterback from the Bengals again? I mean, the quarterback, the tight end from the Bengals that got that that broke. Tyler his leg. Croft? No, 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 the other one that broke his leg. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot his name. Eifert. Oh uh, yeah, Tyler Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Eifert. Yeah. yeah, Tyler Eifert. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these significant names of tight ends. That are usually there that are that are significant. Yeah, they're they were injured, and Jimmy Graham is still outside the top ten. Think about that. Boom. So I said that. So go on. Sorry, just wanted to add that because right. I'm happy about that. So in the Redskins side, mm, there's no nobody. The tight uh, Tennessee Titans are number one against uh, tight ends. So I won't start uh, any tight ends. I wouldn't yet. even start Adrian uh, Peterson. As far as James Jamison Crowder. The last three games, 7.10, 16.7, 8.6. Would you start him over Corey Davis? No. No? No. Because uh, the ten- Tennessee Titans are 25th against wide receivers. Yeah, no. I, ju- I, ju- I wouldn't even start Adrian Peterson. You saw what they did to Saquon Barkley last year. So, so last year, last week. Pretty sorry. much in this game, the only people I'll start will be Derrick Henry. Deion Lewis. Um, he's worth a start. He catches the passes. Yeah, he's a pass catcher. Deion Lewis. Yeah. So, Deion Lewis over, I'll say, Mike Davis? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. He's Even if Rashad Penny's out? Yeah. Because Mike Davis is the pass catching. Uh, yeah, no, back. no, no. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. Interesting. All right. So, and Mariota. Would you start Mariota? No. No, I won't start him either. There's way better options out there. Better options. So, but, but I wouldn't, but it's, it's tough because... Uh, but so, we, as you were saying, because that, that's going to bridge me into the next game. No, so yeah, uh, pretty much that that will be it. Uh, the spread is minus ten. Uh huh. Over under is thirty seven and a half. I I take the Titans covering the spread and the under. Tight. Well, Titans. All right, I'm gonna take. I see like a seventeen three game. I'm gonna take. Uh, Washington Redskins covering the minus 10. They're getting the 10 points. Okay. Yeah, and I'll get the over. I think tight in 17-3. All right, boom, next game. So, like I said, uh, bridging into our next game, which is, you know, Mariota. I wouldn't play Mariota, definitely. But if you were thinking, and I wouldn't do this. I would not do this for championship week. But if you thought about this, I wouldn't be mad at the thought. I just still wouldn't do it. If you thought about possibly Mariota just on strength of matchup, just on the strength of matchup, Playing Mariota over Phillip Rivers, I can understand the thought of that. No way. I'll start Rivers all day. Oh, no. What I just said. I said I would not do it, but I could understand the thought of it. I won't understand. Because he's going against the Ravens. No. On, on I, I, the last three games, right, Rivers is number four quarterback. He's going against the Ravens. All right. Regardless. Last four ga- last three games, Rivers number four quarterback. Now, so you're, Mariota, you're, once again, just based on matchup, it's not on player. It's just based on matchup. 
On average, on average, quarterbacks. In they, your finals week, you will start Mariota. I did. What, you will understand somebody oh. started. I could understand them thinking that. I'm not saying I would do that. I could understand the thought of it. You know what I mean? Because Mariota is twenty, the number one, the to, no, number twenty-five quarterback. The last. If somebody games. cut you off Let, while you were driving, and then you start and you pulled over to curse them out, like if you got in front of you pulled over to curse them out, I understand you doing that. It doesn't mean that I would do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm underst- I understand the thought process. I'm not saying that I would do it. Do you know how many points you scored last week against the Giants? I don't care. Okay. You it's, understand? It's, to me, I'll be like, you're a fool. <laughs> you're, I'm saying if you did it, I get why you're thinking it. Because the thing is, when quarterbacks face the Ravens, when quarterbacks face the Ravens, they, on average, on average, they get 14.9 fantasy points per game. That's how much, in, on average, the quarterbacks guess when they go they get when they go against the Ravens. Would you start Mariota over Lamar Jackson? No. All right. All right. But I'm saying this way. Look, you, you you want to know something else? Yeah. Pat Mahomes had his second worst game of the year against the Ravens. And how many points he scored? Twenty two. There. But that's Pat Mahomes. Okay. But as I'm saying, that's Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes scores twenty two points, and the average is still that low for the Ravens. Do you see what I mean about the quarterbacks that go against them? And Pat Mahomes is that good, just to add that in, that he gets you 22 points and you're still happy about that? Okay, he didn't do that good. You know what I mean? That's how good he is, Pat Mahomes. The guy's averaging 32 points a game. He's averaging 32 points per game at Pat Mahomes. In that game, he got 22. So let's say it's well below his average, right? Yeah. Right? And like I said, so on average, the quarterbacks that go against the Ravens get 14.6, and Phillip Rivers is averaging 24.5. So if you're estimating him do well below his average, I think you're looking about like a 17-point game from Rivers based on what the numbers are telling me. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I could get the thought of it. But I would definitely wouldn't do it. You know all what I'm right, saying? Yeah. I wouldn't get I understand. Th- that's that's all I mean. I wouldn't do it. I definitely and if somebody asks me, should I play Mariota over Rivers? I would tell them no. You shouldn't do that. Not in your championship week. Stay with Rivers, but of course you're worried about it. Yeah. So unless you have like a definite way stronger option at quarterback, stick with Rivers because you know right. he has an MVP year. He's having. All right. So Vegas has this game. Uh, you know the Chargers minus four were over under forty two. What do you think the score will be for this game? Over under thirty two. Forty two, not thirty. Forty two. Forty two. Like, I think the score of this game is going to be. I don't know. Twenty twenty one to like. 16, 17, 21-17. 21-17, right, so, you said? So yeah. you, you have it under. And Melvin Gordon should be back in this game, right? Melvin Gordon should be back. Keenan Allen should be back. So so, so you see, as you, so you think for mo- most likely they'll be scoring more on the ground? Yeah. Okay. I, it's just because they're that good at stopping the – the, the Ravens are also good at stopping the groundwork too, but they're that good at stopping, you know – you know, holding back the quarterbacks, making their plays. And the thing is, though, so this is the thing. When it comes to the Chargers, you know, you still play Rivers. You still play Allen if he plays. And you still play um, Melvin Gordon. Besides that, I wouldn't trust too many others. Now, I know Mike Williams had a great game last week. But you're not com- – if, if, but if you play him, it's only because Keenan Allen's out. And even with Keenan Allen in, yeah. you're not like 100% confident with that. So, you you know, I wouldn't – I'd be less confident if I had to put, put in Mike Williams. Because it's just it's a hard matchup. But now on the other side of that, with that being said, as good as the Ravens' defense is, the Chargers' defense is also pretty good. It's also really good. I'm actually not mad at playing the Chargers' defense as a play right here because I honestly wouldn't play anybody 
from the Ravens. I wouldn't I wouldn't look to really play Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't look to play Gus Edwards. I wouldn't look to play a Dixon. I wouldn't look to play any of their pass catches. With the championship on the line, I just think that there's other better matchups there to play than against this. Because I really think that's the Chargers, I, I, not only do I think, I'm not saying that like I, I, they're like the first on my list to make it to the Super Bowl, but out of the AFC, they're my, they're my favorite team that I want to see go to the Super Bowl. I want to see the Chargers out of everybody else in the AFC Go to the Super Bowl. No, I'm I'm rooting for Philip Rivers. Uh, Unless, so. yeah, but thing is, I've always, I've always, always for a long time been a been a big Ty Hilton fan. I actually bought myself an autographed Ty Hilton uh, jersey. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm always been a big Ty Hilton fan for a long time. So if the Colts make it, the Colts will be to the top of my list to root to them get the Super Bowl. But right now, it is the Chargers. So um, the reason I see them going to the Super Bowl is because they have they do both on good on both sides of the ball. They do very well on offense and they do very well, very well on defense. You know what's funny? Um, nope. So <laughs> you mentioned you won't start Lamar Jackson, and I'm I'm in the finals, and I have Lamar Jackson right now in my starting lineup. But I'm a little torn because I'm contemplating on who to start here between uh, between Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold, or Josh Allen. Uh, who are the Bills going against the Patriots, and the Jets are going against? They're going against the Green Bay Packers. Sam Donald has the best matchup, but you can't play him. I would, I would, I would play Lamar Jackson out of those three. Yeah, and I'm uh, not happy about it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. And I'm about. not happy about it. Oh, uh, one thing, um, I'm not sure how most leagues are set up for the tiebreakers, but sometimes they're set up where is the bench. Mm-hmm. Some it, of them. Some of them. So I recommend stacking up your bench. On quarterbacks, that's a little cheat code. Oh, I got you. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. <laughs> and uh, just in case, just in case there ends up being a tie, at least you have your bench. And if you have quarterbacks, most likely they'll give you a little extra points. Like they'll the, give you the, the, the double edge digits, yeah, to win the chip. Yeah. So you're gonna leave Josh Allen on your bench? Yeah, I'm not gonna drop him. Yeah, no, it's it's hard to play Josh Allen. I mean, the Patriots have had five interceptions in the past four games, and they've had also had at least two sacks in each of the past five games. And Josh Allen has been known to throw a couple of interceptions. So, uh, the, the Patriots defense is working is working really well lately for the most part, except I, for that Miami game. I'm afraid of, of that game, not only because it's a division game, but with all the outside noise with you know what happened with Josh Gordon, it's it makes you want to play Josh Allen. But it could end up being a trap, and that's what I'm getting from it. Uh, I'm just going to go for the sure shot. You know, most experts have Lamar Jackson up there, ranked in the top, like a QB1 or just outside the QB1. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm just going to lean on that and just go with it. Chargers have a good defense. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I see them go to the Super Bowl because they do well on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, so like I said, I wouldn't play any Ravens, possibly maybe Lamar Jackson, but I would try to stay away from the Ravens. And the only charges I would play would be Rivers, Melvin Gordon, and Keenan Allen, but I would play them with some with a heavy heart, being worried about them. All right. I, uh, as far as uh, the spread. Yeah, I know. I got the, I got the under with the Chargers winning. I got, the, uh, I got the Chargers winning, and give me the over. All right, moving on next to the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. Doggy, talk to me. All right, so the Bucks versus Dallas. Uh, Tampa Bay, they have been playing okay defense the last three games. Uh, exactly, just okay. Not just good. okay. Not good. 
You know, so to me, this could be a little trap game for Dallas Cowboys. I know they're playing with a lot of pressure. They need to win this game. Who would I start in this game? Uh, I mean, past four weeks, the Buccaneers have had uh, 10 turnovers, 11 sacks in the past four games. That is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, who would I start in this game? It's tough. you got to start Mike Evans. James, you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. If he's your wife, especially being your wife, he's even one. All right. So, uh, Jameis Winston. No. W- would you start him over Lamar Jackson? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You said I don't like him. You instantly said no. So, but I don't like Jameis Winston. Who, who would you? Start, I like him better than Jackson. Who would you start over Jameis Winston? Who would I start over Jameis Winston? For would you start Dak? Yes. All right. Anybody else? I would start Dak. I would um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. That's definitely. Um, Adam Mitch, Humphries. Mitch Trubisky. Uh, so, yeah. So just moving on. So you, you have those guys. <laughs> um. So here I'll start Mike Evans, Jameis Winston. Uh, as you heard, flex. You, you could start him depending. Uh, Jameis Winston as your flex. No, 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 no. Mike, Evans. I said flex. You said Jameis Winston. As no, your no. Flex. As flex said. Okay. <laughs> flex said you start Jameis Winston. You made Brianna laugh on that one. Flex, flex. Okay. Um, Adam Humphreys, uh, the last three games, 19.1, 8.2, 6.3. Would you start him as a flex? No. All right. Can't trust him. He fights He fights for too many target shares with Chris Godwin in, in, uh, in that offense, and uh, it's just against a good Dallas defense. No, can't trust him. Only only players I'll start here will be for the Tampa Bay side would be Mike Evans and maybe the defense, the Bucks defense. They have been turning the ball over. You want to start Cameron Ray? Yeah. <sighs> You have to, you got to start him. Yeah, you know the tight ends is has been weak. So Did you start Cameron Braid or Kyle Rudolph. Braid, okay. And as far as uh, in the Dallas side, Ezekiel, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. Hey, so since you mentioned, I think Cameron they're all going to have big games. By the way, just so you know, Cameron Braid, right? So you mentioned Cameron Braid. Have you heard of Blake Jarwin? No, he's the tight end for the Cowboys now. The last two games. 12.6, 8.5. Okay. Still wouldn't, still can't, it's hard to trust him as a in there. Over uh, Kyle Rudolph, maybe. It's still, it's hard to trust him. It's hard to trust him. All yeah. right. Well, anyway, so you start those guys. The, that, 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 guys. that, I, I, mean, I would play him in daily. Daily? All right. In daily, I play him because he's going to be so low owned and he's not, no one's going to like, you know, he's not going to be, co- not so low owned. It's just not going to cost you anything. You put a guy like him in, like a possible flyer like him in there, uh, so, that costs nothing with a good matchup, then maybe you could spend more of the big bucks on somebody else to get, you know, like, um, you know, those, those big name guys you could spend on, you know? Yeah. Let's say if you lost Jordan Reed and then you had Vernon Davis, and now if Vernon Davis is not going to play. If you had um, somebody off the waiver wire that wasn't better, I, I maybe. Say, I say you could scoop him up uh, off the waiver wire and you could start him. Okay. There's nothing else out there. Cameron Brain you know, is yeah. definitely hard to trust, but you know, with the wave with the tight end situation, no, I'll, so I'll rather start Brate because you know, at least he's he could give you one reception but one touchdown. Right, that's yeah, he's all really going to need. He's real touchdown. De- he's real touchdown dependent. You know, one 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 catch, ten yards, and a touchdown or whatever. Like that's you know, you get eight points from him. That's like two weeks ago. That's two, much you two receptions, ask. two touchdowns. Right? Yeah, you eliminated me. Yeah. But yeah. then last week, one catch for like two, two yards. It's like whatever. It happens. No, I know. It's hard to trust them, though. I don't so, trust them. So in this game is a minus seven. Uh, the Cowboys are favorite at home with a 
uh, over under of 48. I will take the over and Cowboys winning. I'll take the Buccaneers covering the spread. What's the spread again? Minus seven. So they get seven points. Nah, Cowboys will cover that. And I'll get the over on that game. Yeah, I got the over. Cowboys winning and covering that spread. Uh, moving on now to the Vikings versus the Lions. And um, this is a game that I think is going to be kind of one-sided, honestly, I feel. It's kind of an unfair game, I feel like, at this point of the season when you're looking at the two teams. <clears throat> the Lions, they haven't been good all year long. You know, it's been kind of rough. It's been a hard year for them. And uh, it's going to be trusted. It's going to be hard to trust any of them this week. You know, rookie running back, Carry um, on Johnson, is on the IR, which leaves the balls in the hands of the more untrusting running backs that are LeGarrette Blunt and Theo Riddick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Stafford isn't trustworthy here at all, nor really is Kenny Galladay, to be honest with you. But, but being that last week, he had a very difficult matchup against uh, Trey Davis White. Yeah. And he did really, really well last week. I give them more of like a at least flex considerations, you know. Like depend, it's it's really depending on who else you have. So I give them more of like the like I rather play Robbie Anderson over Kenny Galladay this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I rather <clears throat> I rather start uh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, sure. but because he did last week against his good matchup against Tre'Davious White, and he has a really really hard matchup against Xavier Rhodes. It it makes it hard to play him, especially when I don't love their quarterback at all. Friend, this year Matt Matt Stafford's been having a rough year. So, yeah, besides that, I wouldn't play any of the Lions. Just Kyle Day gets, like, flex considerations, but that depends on who else you have. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'll play Galladay over uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Maybe. Corey Davis? Mm, yeah, I would play him over Corey hey, Davis. this might be Larry Fitzgerald's last game. It might home. be. might be. I'd rather start Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> just, oh, just, just out of pride? <laughs> just, just put him in pride. there? Just... He has to end his, his, <laughs> at least his Cardinals career with a bang. I had, a, I had, um, I had a matchup between uh, him and um, – I had a decision between him and Tyler Boyd, and Tyler Boyd now being out for this week. I Now it's just Larry Fitzgerald's going in for my championship match. Uh, anyways, the Vikings are all play-worthy, but this is, this, this is sad to say. This is very, very sad to say. There is a name on the Vikings that makes you very nervous. And it's the first time this guy's made my list of being nervous all year long. And that is the great Adam Thielen. I'm nervous about him. I don't I don't love Adam Thielen this week. I don't. I'm sorry. And and usually every week's like no problem. But just check this out. Before this is before the their bye week, right? Before their bye week, he was averaging twenty three point five fantasy points per game. Yeah. After their bye week, he's averaging thirteen point nine. It's a big difference. Yeah. It's a big, big difference, you know? It's been rough for him and the the teams, like like my, my team that claimed him, you know, that has him on the teams out of late. It's been really rough, and now he's going to face Darius Slay, who's one of those cornerbacks who just got voted into the Pro Bowl this year for good yeah. reasons, you know? So that's also no fun for anybody. You still play Thielen, just the talent's there. You have you, to. You, yeah, you have to still play him, but you're just nervous about it, and you don't love him. I don't love him this week, but, but he's just that much of a talent that I can't bench him, but... You still play him. It's kind of like what you've been doing with David Johnson all year long. You kind of still play him. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I, I just don't expect to see a big game. I see a bigger game from Stefan Diggs. I like Stefan Diggs a lot this week. I still like Kirk Cousins here. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, like I said, hasn't really been doing anything, you know, but whatever. If he's if you don't have a better option, like I have Cameron Brait going above him, but it just depends on what you want. And uh, I got the Vikings winning this game. So the spread for this game is. The Lions are getting six points at home, and the over-under is 42 and a half. 
Give me the Vikings. Vikings over and Vikings covering. Yeah. Covering. Yeah. Yeah, Vikings over. Vikings might score 42 by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on now, doggy. Now here's the game, the Giants versus the Colts. Talk to me, doggy. Giants and Colts, uh, minus nine with an over-under 47. Giants haven't been playing good, and the Colts have been lights out in defense. And Odell Beckham Jr. out again. He's out again. So you got to start Saquon Barkley. I know he upset you. But yeah, but that's his six. first. But that might yeah. be his floor. His floor, floor. No, nah, that, that's that is well below his floor. <laughs> that's below his floor. Uh, that's the basement. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the cellar. The, that's 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 like what 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 are the layers of of uh, the atmosphere, the core to the earth? Like what is it you uh, have? I, I like what, what do they go? You lost me already. All right, but that that's well below there. You lost whatever. me at core. <laughs> that, that's something there. I mean, look. Bef- I mean, before last week, the lowest game he had was thirteen, and then besides, and then besides that, the lowest one he had was seventeen. So you gotta see him get somewhere between maybe thirteen and seventeen, maybe. And of course, as always, which he's averaging twenty five points for the entire year, even with the last week having nine points, the guy is still averaging twenty five points, even with last week tied into his average. So for sure, you know, you still gotta. Hey, yeah, it might be crazy, but check your waiver and see if Evan Engram is out there. I picked. You know what's funny? I haven't. I hadn't gone in two leagues, and I picked him up off waivers both leagues. There you go. He might be out there on waivers. Pick him up asap. The last two games since he's came back, now he's healthy. Ten point seven points, fifteen point five. He's gonna be getting the targets. Might be tough. He's only seventy five percent of ESPN league. So, hey, but you picked him up in two leagues. Part part of that seventy five. <laughs> it's like what I'm saying. You know what I mean? This yeah. Is, this is a couple of weeks ago. I picked uh, a couple him up. of weeks ago. Like All two right. weeks ago. But. For sure, you start in Evan Engram, and you know he he should give you some okay points. I know it's against the Colts, and once again, I do recommend also in daily play Russell Shepard in daily. He, yeah, he always not gets, Sterling. No, not Sterling Shepard. He's been he's been not been doing that great lately. Sterling Shepard, the last three games: sixteen point eight, nine point seven, five point seven. No, and the Colts defense has done really well. They really improved throughout the year. They got remember better as the remember year last week I was nervous of playing Amari Cooper over Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason, because the Colts' uh, defense against wide receivers is pretty good. They're yeah. pretty bad. You know what? They started off really bad, and then next, then they ain't been doing better. Yeah, and uh, since since uh, my matchup last week uh, had Keenan Allen and he got injured, g- gave him zero points, I ended up pivoting, and I started Cooper. But I was correct with my assumption, what I felt, Tyler Lockett ended up scoring, outscoring Amari Cooper. But anyway, here and there. So you start Barkley, Evan Engram. I love Marlon Mack in this game. Marlon Mack? Yeah. Okay. I love Marlon Mack. I do. I love Marlon Mack a well, actually. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, the Giants get run on. Yeah, you saw what Henry did. And Marlon Mack, you know, he had a good game last week. You know, you got to start Eric Ebron. And you know what? I'll start the defense. You'll start the defense? Yeah. Okay. And in this game, you got uh, give me the Colts, the Colts. Yeah, give I me got the, the Giants covering the spread though, nine Giants points. Nine. Nah, give me the Colts and give me the under. Uh, I got the Giants covering the spread. I got the over and I got the Giants winning the game. Okay, I've been picking them all year long. I'm sticking with it. Oh, sorry, and Ty Hilton, of course. <laughs> yeah, he returned back to practice this week. He returned yeah. back to practice this week. Of course, you start Ty Hilton and uh, everybody else. That's you know obvious from the Colts you play. You know you like. Uh, Marlon Mack, like you said, luck. Hey, uh, he, may, hey maybe Neham Hines. 
as a flex. I don't see them really playing from behind in this game. Let's say, but uh, as a flex, yeah. For instance, uh, for instance, uh, Todd Gurley might not play, which is something I was going to say to going on the future and, and when we got to that game. But he might not play, and if he doesn't. C.J. Anderson looks to get the start, so if C.J. Anderson's out there, pick him up, or just pick him up just to block your opponent from getting him. Yeah, you could do that, but uh, you know, maybe if you you didn't have the opportunity, maybe Neheim Hines, maybe, maybe. All right, all right. Uh, moving on to the Bengals versus the Browns. Now, the biggest dilemma that I have about this game with the Bengals versus the Browns, the biggest dilemma is Jarvis Landry. Now, the Bengals do give up a lot of points to the wide receivers, especially on And the, you have Jarvis Landry. And I have Jarvis Landry, and I'm playing Jarvis Landry, but still, it's a dilemma. That's I'm why it's worried. a dilemma. The biggest dilemma. The biggest one, yeah. Because you have him. No. Because <laughs> well, no, I, I, I just know what he's been doing. He's not, he's, you know, he has like a 25-point game. Next game, he actually has six. You know what I mean? He's like so up and down. He's so hard to trust. But the Bengals, like I said, do give up a lot of points, especially to the outside. Uh, you're just really what you're hoping for here is another like eight plus target game. You know what I mean? Because when he last went against the Bengals, he had um, he had five targets when he went against them. So you're really hoping for like an eight plus point target game. Uh, as I do say, Baker Mayfield, who unfortunately I'm going against, Baker Mayfield, who uh, our Pat picked him up and put like a Baker Mayfield gif in the chat, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I I it's it's. Baker Mayfield is one of my favorite quarterbacks to play for the week. I think he's going to have a really big game. On average, when the quarterbacks go against the Bengals, they get 21.5 points per game. So I see a very big game here from Baker Mayfield. So that, in my hopes, if Baker Mayfield has a good game, that means Jarvis Landry hopefully will have a good game. And Joku's worth a start here with the state of the tight end the way it is, but he's untrustworthy as well. But what tight end really is that's – if your name's not Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey, what tight end is really trustworthy nowadays? I'm starting I'm starting him this week. Joku? Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, Nick Chubb, of course, is a definite start. You know, you don't worry about that. He's at 20 plus uh, 20 touches or more per um, for, per game this month. So he's having, you know, he's getting all the opportunity. It's going to be a big week, I think, against this this, this uh, Cincinnati defense. Uh, they've allowed 125.3 rushing yards per game in the past eight weeks. So that's going to be yeah. a lot of points from Nick Woo! Chubb. He's going to have a fantastic week, so definitely if he's there, you're not even thinking about it anyways, but I'm just saying he's going to have a really good week. And, um, yeah, when it comes to the Bengals side, hard to trust anybody. Joe Mixon, I know, wasn't, wasn't at full practice for the week. Yeah, uh, but if, if he's Tyler suiting Boyd, up, you got to start Mixon. Tyler Boyd is out, so I think it's more for John Ross to get more opportunities. If you trust John Ross in your finals, that's ballsy. I'd rather, I'd rather start, I know it's a different position, but Uzama over John Ross. I get, I know. You've been mentioning him every week. You love Uzama. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? But, maybe, you know, listen, I hear, I hear you, but if you start John Ross for your championship week, no. that takes some set of stones. If Foster's out there, pick him up. I'd rather play Foster than John Ross. For sure. But John Ross is definitely worth it in daily. I like oh, him in daily. Yeah, no, you know, we give, sometimes you got to give some like like sneaky plays, sneaky plays for your daily matchups. Driscoll hasn't been that bad either. No, he hasn't been terrible. No, you could, you know, there's been other, you know, I, I mean, the 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 Redskins have rolled out Mark Sanchez, which is worse than Driscoll. So you know what I mean? Like he's not bad at all. But yeah, so from the Bengals, it's hard to trust anyone except for possibly maybe playing John Ross, but. Uh, he's really, really like desperate. Like that's a real desperate player if you're putting him into your roster. Um. In this game, I have the Browns winning. 
So the car, uh, the spread is minus nine. Browns at home, of course, and the over under is forty three. I have the Bengals covering the spread and the Browns winning the game and the under. I got the Browns covering the spread, and I have the under. Okay. Moving on next to the Bills versus the Patriots for an AFC East divisional matchup. Marquette, talk to me. Um, so you know, if you listen to the the past episode, I did, and the previous one before that, I, I mentioned Josh Allen. I've heard all Josh Allen. Josh Allen. The last three weeks has been QB two. Nice, but you don't trust him this week. <laughs> I'm hey. We don't know. I might start him over Lamar Jackson. That's I don't trust still- him this week. I just said the, the Pats defense has been doing really well as of late. And I'm hoping they keep doing well because it looks like I'm playing them this week. So the the spread in this game is minus 13 and a half. The Patriots at home, 44 over under. The Bills, I will start Josh Allen if there's no other quarterbacks out there. But uh, he, he he could give you the quarterback one number. Production. He has been doing it for the past couple of weeks. You know, he it hasn't been pretty. You know, he's been running the, the ball, but he's been getting the points. The last three games, 32.7, 18.34, 21.7 points. I think you could start him. I don't Ro- know. Robert Foster, I mentioned him before. He's a good flex. You know, if you have these players that have, you know, are not playing, Odell Beckham. Uh, Tyler Boyd. He might be an interesting player as your flex. The last three games, you know, 3.7, 17.4, 20.8 points. He has has, uh, gained over 90 yards in four of the last five games. And I I believe uh, over 100 yards, two of the last five games. Mm -hmm. So he he might be a good flex. LeSean McCoy said that he – it's coming back, and he's going to play in this game. They, he might, but with them being out the playoffs, you know what I mean. They might not force him into it. Why? He's 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 an old head. He's, I'm just I'm he, not, he could play. It's not like they're pampered. He doesn't have a big contract that they have to worry still, about. I'm just saying they might not force him into it. He's like the folk. He's him, not Cam Newton, but him and Josh Allen are the whole center points of like their offense. So they might not force you know somebody of his age ready to uh, keep running the ball. Hey, if you have McCoy, and he ends up playing. Pats are 23rd against running backs. Let's say if uh, Todd Gurley's out, would you start C.J. Anderson over Sean McCoy? Yeah. Better matchup. If he's starting for a high-powered offense like the Rams with a better matchup, yeah. BF and bet. Yeah. If McCoy starts. If McCoy starts and C.J. Anderson starts, C.J. Anderson's going to do better. I have McCoy. against the Cardinals with that high powered offense. What's going to happen is the Rams are going to take a huge lead, and then they're going to run the ball with Anderson all day. Exactly, and he's going to run over them because they're just that bad of a run defense. No, I have McCoy. We could do a little bet on this. Okay, we are. We just did it. Boom. <laughs> Where's the noise? Where's the the, the I don't the have drop? I don't have no drop. Key. I have a drop for it. I just don't have the cable hooked up. Uh, for it, so whatever, it's boom, fine. Okay, just let it go. Uh, uh, as far as the Patriots side, you know, Josh Gordon's out, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, for sure, you're going to start Rob Gronkowski. I think he might get more of the targets, him and Julian Edelman. James Time to pick up Chris Hogan again, by the way. Chris Hogan. <laughs> uh, Chris Hogan's uh, a thing got, again. He got 14.8 points last week. Um, 
I don't trust him though in the finals. Week. I don't either. But with Josh Allen being out, though, unless you're in a dynasty, Josh Allen, Josh Gordon. Unless you're in a dynasty double flex, then that's when you're going to be end, end up starting him. But uh, Sony Michelle, he has been pretty disappointing ever since he came back, and now that you have the running back uh, position being clogged up with all these guys, I don't think I'll start Sony Michelle here. Defense. I might give the the defense a shot here because Josh Allen does turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. So that'll be an interesting play for people. And Tom Brady, will you start Tom Brady over uh, Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Even over- though Tom Brady's not Tom Brady anymore, but I would. Uh, Josh Allen? Yeah, for sure, right? Phillip Rivers? No. You start uh, Tom Brady over Philip Rivers or Philip Rivers? You know what's fu- you know what's funny, believe it or not? As I, much as I said, the Ravens give up the quarterbacks that go against the Ravens average 14.5, 14.6 points a game, whatever. They're third of giving up the least amount of points to the quarterback. The Bills are actually first. The last four, six weeks? No, in general, all year long. All year- the, the Bills give up the least amount of points to quarterbacks. On average, a quarterback that goes against the Bills – Ends up with only 12.5 points. Pretty interesting there. So I'll be nervous if you have Tom Brady. But I would <laughs> I would be nervous too. But, you, yeah, look, like the Chargers are also within the top 10 there. I mean, the Chargers – I mean, the quarterbacks that go against the Chargers are averaging 15.3 points per game. So it's it's tough matchups all around. But at least uh, Lamar Jackson gives you the the points th- through the it's through just, the ground. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It makes it a little bit more difficult because they they use them as a running back. So I know it's a little more difficult for offenses to prepare for something like that. I mean, defenses to prepare for something like that. So it might cause a different implications because he doesn't love to throw through the air. He loves to run the ball on the ground as if he was a running back. And it's it's still though. It's um the Chargers defense is pretty good. It's just a week where it's like you know where you lost somebody like Cam Newton because Cam Newton being out this week. You know, so um it's 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 other flyers you could play. Baker Mayfield's my favorite flyer of the week. Yeah, but he might not be available. So let's say Josh Allen. Mitch Trubisky might be available. I love him Trubisky's not going to be available. He also runs the ball. Mm. I don't think he's going to be available. But uh, let's say if you're in a pickle, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, you start Tom Brady for sure, right? Because he, you think he would give you two, point, two touchdowns at least, right? Yeah, I would start Tom Brady over there. And I wouldn't love it. And I wouldn't love it, to be honest with you. All right. So in this game... I have bu- the Buffalo Bills covering the 13 and a half and give me the 44 and a half over. I take the under Buffalo Bills covering, but Patriots winning. All right. The game. That that's how I got it. Case Keenum's another one I like actually this week too. There's another streamer. Uh all right, moving on right now to another to another matchup. Let's head over to the Packers versus the Jets. Now, I know you said last week that the Jets' defense would be a good defense to pick up and a good defense to play. And I think my opponent this week in the BFB Championship League, uh, Championship Week for that league, is uh, Ryan. He heard you and he picked up the Jets' defense to go against what you thought would have been the Aaron Rodgers less Packers. But Aaron Rodgers is playing this game. Yeah. Yeah, I got, the, I got the wrong quarterback wrong. It was Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. I was pretty close. There was going to be a major starting quarterback that was not going to play this week. So what do you like? That means you like the Falcons defense again this week? <sighs> going against Christian McCaffrey? No. Come on. 
You uh-huh. can't like the Falcons going. And, and well, you know the Panthers are still alive too. They're still alive. They want to win. We'll talk about that game when we get there. So just continue with this game. Fine, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right. So then, um, I hope the Jets defense doesn't do well because Ryan's playing them, and I hope he does. I played keep away a little bit too on the waivers. I ended up picking which I thought was going to be the best one available on the the waiver wire, which was the Miami Dolphins defense. I like them this week going against the Jaguars. So I picked them up just because I'm going to more than likely play. The Patriots defense, I just picked them up to keep them away from Ryan. So um, You're such a genius. Um, no, not really. But, you know, I had to take my dart throws. So, anyways, but with this game, uh, you know, the Jets, what they're seeing, what they're playing for is identifying their future more. You know what I mean? Like identifying the young core more, seeing what like, guys like Trent Cannon and what guys like uh, Elijah Maguire could do. I like Robbie Anderson this week. Robbie Anderson could have a good week. Robbie Anderson's been having a really strong week all around. Um so, you know, he had a big game last week. You know, he's been getting tons of targets these past few weeks. You know, in the past two games, he's had uh, – he's been 11 for 18. In the past two games, 18 targets with 11 catches. He's averaging 86 yards, and he scored in each of the last two games. So he's been pretty much on fire. Like, last year, too, like, he went on fire, like, towards the end of the season. Yeah, he's a great uh, wide receiver two flex for me. Uh, I think wide receiver two has a ceiling. Like yeah. upside, but I think he's more like a like like a strong flex. I think he's a strong flex this week, Robbie Anderson, especially going against the Packers' uh, defense that isn't you know anything that you're really scared about. You know, uh, now the biggest pick of the week has to be the biggest wave wire pick of the week. You know, and besides that, besides that, in the Jets don't play anybody else. Just just stay away from anybody else in the Jets. Don't try not to play Sam Darnold or anybody like that. Now the biggest pick of the week. Now he has to be. He went up a whopping sixty one percent off waiver wire picks this week. He went up in league 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 owned sixty one percent. If you remember, he was drafted before, way before Aaron Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Yeah, was he? I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah, he was drafted before Aaron Jones. No, I don't know about that. I think I think early early in the season. I'm talking about when when uh, the draft started, fantasy draft. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Because remember, uh, Aaron it, Jones was suspended. Uh, I'm saying, no, no, games. I know. I remember that. I'm saying, but you could be right. But the thing is, I was so on Aaron. Like, Aaron Jones was such a my guy this whole year that maybe I overlooked that. When did you pick him up? I picked him up about the eighth round for the eighth most part. Eighth round. And yeah. Jamal Williams, I think, went like six or seven. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't, you could be right. I'm, I, like I said, I was I, just. I, I picked him up. Well, me and my I was so are, focused on. Uh, Aaron Jones so much that I just kind of maybe overlooked that. Right. Anyways, uh, but yeah, man, this 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 is a game where you know and he he's healthy now. He's gonna, you know I know he was on the he had the injury tag on or the questionable yeah. tag this week, but he's healthy now. He got the tag off him. He doesn't have any injuries set, and he's gonna you know he's gonna look to take over like a lot this he's week. He's the bell cow. Him and you could even say for the Jets, Elijah McGuire. He yeah for the Jets like Elijah McGuire. Yeah, like I said, he's but I wouldn't trust him too much. I like him here. I still hard to trust him. This well, week. if PPR format, yeah, he's getting PPR, a couple of targets. You know, if you have no better options, go ahead, play him. You know what I mean? But um, the only other person that he has to, I guess, fight for the carries with is somebody that's not even a fight for the most part. It's it's Capri Bibbs. Capri Bibbs is the only other running back they that just, they just they, recently signed. They just recently signed it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So Jamal Williams is going to get a bulk of the carries here. I am hoping. I am really hoping for an RB2 week out of him because I picked him up. And I'm playing him this week. I'm playing him with Christian McCaffrey in who, the championship. Wait, wait. Who who are you? Jamal Williams. Yeah. Oh, you ended up getting him on the waiver wire? Yeah. Wow. I had a, The only other person that could have possibly took him away from me was Johnny. And Johnny didn't take him. Thank God. Who he who he took? I'm just curious. I don't know. I didn't check. I don't think he took anybody. Okay. I think it was only me and then Lisa took uh, Kalen Balaj. I saw that. And then uh, the Jets, uh, Ryan took the Jets defense. But he had, you know, low waiver wire pick. So... 
<laughs> but hopefully he still does good though, because he could still be a bust. Damn, you know. Uh, you know, I did say the Jazz defense, but if you're playing them, let's see. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> but look, but but when he did go against when he did go against Chicago the week before, yeah. he had twelve. After Aaron Jones got hurt too, he had twelve carries, fifty-five yards, a touchdown, and he had four catches for forty-two yards off five targets. So hopefully, he'll be very, very highly involved in the offense as well for this good matchup he has against the Jets. I have the Packers winning this game. So the spread in this game is plus three. The, Gi- the Giants are getting a plus three at home. The Giants? I mean, the Jets. The Jets are getting plus three. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's my life stadium. That's the Giants. Stadium. I make a lot of. I make. I make. I make a ton of mistakes, man. Yeah, I saw New York, and then I initially Just, thought the Giants. Of course. You know, because it's not the So chance. you didn't make a mistake. It's okay. You're fine. Yeah, you're I didn't right. make a mistake. Oh, by right. the way, of course, you're not thinking about it. But, you know, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you're playing Aaron Rodgers. You have uh, Devontae Adams. You're playing Devontae Adams. You have Jimmy Graham. You more than likely don't have a better tight end. You're playing Jimmy Graham. So, sorry, as you were saying. All right. So the Jets are getting three points at home. So the points swung six points. Usually you get three points at home, right? right. I mean, you're a favorite by minus three, right, at sure. home. So in this game... I'm gonna go with the Jets at home, with the to win the game. Yeah, they're getting three points. Okay, so give me the plus three points at home with the forty-six and a half over under. Give me the over. I'm taking the under and the Packers. All right, all right. So now let's move on, doggy. Talk to me about the Falcons and the Panthers. Uh, this is a tough game for me to call. Uh, the points immediately immediately swung. Uh, the Carolina Panthers were favorites. Have you like you know there were favorites? I forgot by how many points, but now they are the underdog by plus three points at home with an over under of forty three and a half. Over here, I'll start Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, the last two games, twenty six point four, twenty nine point oh four points he has given you. Julio Jones, you got to start. Tevin Coleman. You saw you saw how he did last week. You know, I know you've been uh, a Tevin Coleman fan, so uh, you're definitely going to start him here. I just realized the time. You just realized the time? Yeah, we have, like, no time. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll push this through. You start. All right, so Calvin really I stay away from. Mohamed Sanu I'll, start, I'll stay away from. Austin Hooper, is he back? Yeah, he's back. So I'll start Austin Hooper for sure. Now it's tough. Of course, you're gonna start Christian McCaffrey in the in the Panther side. This guy Taylor Hainke Hainiki. How do you say his name? His last name. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. All right. Well, he's gonna he's gonna be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, undrafted quarterback from Old Dominion. Uh, came in the league in 2015. The only stats that I could pull up is the preseason stats, just to give a barometer for people to see if they want to start the Falcons defense. Uh, the four games he played, Bills, he went 7-9, 121 yards with one touchdown. Miami Dolphins, 5-9, for nine, and he got one interception. The the Pats, he went 5-6, for six, 46 yards. Against the Steelers, 7-12, for 12, 68 yards, one touchdown. Keep moving. We don't have any time. And no, no, no one's going to play him, so don't All worry right. about it. Keep moving from that. All right, so <laughs> – uh, I guess I'll stay away from the wide receivers. I'll start Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Ian Thomas is an interesting start. I think I'll start uh, Ian Thomas on the tight end position. Give me the Falcons with the minus three points. And 
the over. I hope Christian McCaffrey does really well in this game, even though with now with that with that quarterback that nobody knows his name of, <laughs> they might just stack the box a little more against Christian McCaffrey in this one. But you know the Falcons do have a bad defense. Hopefully Christian McCaffrey does exploit that and take advantage of that. As I have him going in my league, I have the Panthers picking this one and the over. Uh, moving on to the Texans versus the Eagles. As damn, we still have a couple of games to cover. We have like four games, I think. Nope, six. After six. this one, all right. But we gotta do it as fast as we can. We don't have much time. All right. So, so then going out to the Texans versus the Eagles here. So now the Texans versus the Eagles here. Of course, you're gonna play Hopkins. You're gonna play um, the uh, Watson. You know, you're gonna play them both without thinking about it. And it's a good matchup for them. And then it looks like uh, Lamar Miller might be back this week. If that's what it looks like as so far. If Lamar Miller ends up does coming back this week, if somebody else that he's a great play. Uh, he's going to be still involved in the offense, so uh, the Texas defense is also a solid play. Um, if Lamar Miller does not play, don't think too much about Deontay, Dante Foreman. Don't worry about him too much. He might get like, a snap or two, but he's not going to take away anything from Alpha Blue, who I feel is going to be at the bulk of it if anything happens, any setbacks to Lamar Miller. What? Would you start D. Thomas as a flex? Nah, Maybe. He's, he's hard to trust. It's just hard to trust. I would try to stay away from him, depending on okay. what else you have. I would play him over Curtis Samuels, who Curtis Samuels has been doing well except for last week, but now with this new rookie quarterback or this new new quarterback, whatever, you really can't trust him at all. Uh, on the Eagles, I just like the only person I like out of the Eagles that I trust a lot is Alshon Jeffries. Alshon Jeffries, I see strong wide receiver two numbers, even though with this matchup going here, he's been getting, he's been really involved in that offense, really producing a lot of fancy points, especially the last two games. So Alshon Jeffries is the only Eagle that I trust for this week. You won't start Nick uh, nope. Foles? Nope. After uh, nope. Chris Long built nope. a shrine? Nope. Nope. He built a shrine. You keep asking. Like Major League. You keep asking me. I'm not going to do it. I know the shrine. I mentioned it a couple times. Like and pick, he had, with like him and Doug Toronto. Peterson. I know. Him and Doug Peterson in the front. We don't have time to talk <laughs> about ahead. that. So, uh, no. So, yeah. it's not, not don't, don't play anybody else on the Eagles except for Alshon Jeffries. That is my recommendation. If you think about them, don't play them. Sit them. I have the Texans winning this game. Uh Eagles are minus one and a half at home with a f- over under of 46. I got the over Texans covering that. Give me the Eagles oh and the God. over. All right, so moving on now to the Jaguars versus the Dolphins. Quick as you can, Dougie. Over here, you can start quicker. No one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. You can't start. I won't start. I think by if, – if you have Fournette and you're in the finals – Fournette, you start. You start him. Yeah, the sure. Miami Dolphins get run on. You start Fournette. Yeah, you start Fournette. Uh, Kalen Balaj, uh, maybe as a flex. I'll start the Miami defense. And the Miami over under. Start. Yeah, the the over under this game is 38 and a half. Miami is minus four at home. Jaguars defense, not for nothing, as usually as good as they've been doing lately. The Miami offense has been doing a little better as of late as well, putting up some pretty decent amount of numbers against some other good defenses. So I would try to stay away from the Jaguars defense, but they're a good play this week. They're a good play. Not many other. Plays. 19, 19 points, five points, 14 points the last but three games. There's not many other There's not many other teams that I would want to play over the Jaguars defense. I'd rather start Dolphins over the Jaguars. I'd rather start the Dolphins over the Jaguars as well, and I have the Dolphins actually winning this game. I have the Dolphins and the under. Moving on now to the Bears and the 49ers. Same thing. When it comes to 49ers, the only one you play is George Kittle. That's it. George Kittle is a great talent. He hasn't did good. He didn't do that good last week. I understand that. But he's still a great talent, and you play George Kittle. The Bears, everybody else is a go. Allen Robinson is a go. Tariq Cohen is a go. Mitch Trubisky is a go. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is a go. He did good last week, and I said he was going to have a good game last week. So 
All Bears are all a go. Trey Burton is all a go. And, of course, the Bears defense is my favorite defense of the week, as it is most weeks. So, in this game, give me the Bears, whatever it is, covering all that. Moving on. Bears are minus four away. Covering that. Over under 43. Under. I'll take the over and the Bears covering. Moving on now to the Rams versus the Cardinals. All right. So, here, interesting, we have Todd Gurley. He might not play, so... C.J. Anderson will get to start. C.J. Anderson will get to start. I'll start Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. I'll definitely start the Rams defense here. Josh Reynolds, I'll maybe as a flex. No. No? No. All right. And would you start Jared Goff? Yes, Although he's 100%, been struggling. 100%. 10 points, 0 points, and 10 points the last three games. I'd start him. I like him this week. Over Josh Allen? Yes. Over Lamar Jackson? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh and then uh, in Arizona, you have to start David Johnson, Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz is a solid flex, though, at least, because not for nothing, if you didn't know this, the Rams have been giving up 36.3 points to the wide receivers since week 11. So as of lately, they've been giving up a pretty decent amount of wide receiver points. And I know one reason for that is because the Rams just take ahead a such a big lead ahead early in the game, and they will do that in this game, take such a big uh, lead that the uh, – Cardinals are going to have to play from behind, and Josh Rosen throws a ton of interceptions, of course, and he doesn't do all that well, but he's still going to have to throw that ball to play catch-up, and he's going to probably throw the most life. Is Gerald, he has been getting a ton of targets these past couple of games, so he's flex-worthy. An uh, interesting daily play will be Trent Sherfield. Yes. The last two games, 12 points, 10 points. All right, so who do you got this game? All right. Um, over here, I have the Rams covering the 14-and-a-half over under 44-and-a-half. All right, so moving on. So, uh, wait, what? I have the under and the Rams covering. Yeah, and you? I got the Rams, Rams covering, and the over. All right, All right so going on with the Steelers versus the Saints. Uh, this is a game I told you that I think that Drew Brees and I think the Saints will be another team that's going to the Super Bowl. It'll be between them and them and the Rams. Uh, you're definitely playing Michael Thomas. You're definitely playing Alvin Kamara. You're definitely playing Drew Brees. That for me is the most part of what is it. I don't trust Mark Ingram in this game, and that's it. And the Saints defense, as good as they've been doing lately, I don't trust them in this game either. Not for nothing. Juju Smith-Schuster is somebody you're going to have to keep your eyes on when it comes to the Steelers. Somebody definitely have to worry about because he has a groin injury. He was he w- did not speak about the severity of his injury yeah. recently, but he's had an injury tag on him nonetheless, so he looks like he's going to be more of a game-time decision. Um, so keep your eye on that, Juju Smith, owners, Schuster, owners. Oh, same thing that um, James Conner out. Uh, who, James Conner is out. Julio Jones also for the Falcons has that injury tag on him, but it looks like he's going to play. Uh, we'll see how that does because Ryan has both Julio and Juju Smith-Schuster, my opponent. So I hope Ooh, Juju does not play for that, that reason. Uh, ben Roethlisberger looks like he's going to play. Antonio Brown is definitely a play. You definitely play those guys. and uh, But you're a little bit worried about Antonio Brown. You just expect a little less from him only because he's going against the very good passing defense of the Saints. And same thing goes for Jalen Samuels. He's going against the New Orleans Saints rush defense, and that's hard to face. So you play him, but you're worried. So and I also and I hope he does bad because I'm playing against him as well. <laughs> uh, so in this game, I have the Saints winning. You have the Saints winning. They got minus six over under fifty three. Give me the under and the Saints. All right, we got two more games to cover. Let's get through this as quick as we can. All right, so now the Chiefs versus the Seahawks. Chiefs and Seahawks. You start everyone in the offense of the Chiefs. 
<laughs> no, nah, you have you start Mahomes. Sammy Watkins is out. Sammy Watkins is out. Tyreek Hill, you definitely start. I know he 100%. had a poor performance last week, but you will start him. Damian, Damian Williams. Damian start. Williams is starting because it seems like Spencer Ware is going to be doubtful for the game. Yep. And uh, who else? That's it on the Chiefs side. And then Seahawks. I love Chris Carson in this game. Love Chris Carson. Uh, Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett. One of them is going to have a big game in this game. I think it might be Baldwin. I think it might be Lockett. So, Russell Wilson, you definitely start. Mike Davis might be an interesting play in daily as a, as a flex. Might be. Uh, Seahawks are getting two and a half points at home with an over-under 54. Give me the Seahawks with the points and the over. I got the Chiefs winning, Seahawks with the points and the over, and the Seahawks defense is also a bad play, as Ryan knew that as you took him out of his lineup. This one going out to the Monday night game, the last game, and we'll finish this up real quick. The Broncos against the Raiders. Now, I like Case Keenum this week, but I do not trust him to go for your championship week. It's really hard if he's got to be Case Keenum who you're deploying as your quarterback. But if it was somebody like Cam Newton you had all year long and you can't pick up Baker Mayfield, play Case Keenum, he has the best matchup of probably most of the other quarterbacks that are out there on the waiver wire. Uh, the Raiders, for some reason, just signed Nathan Peterman. I don't know if jo- that makes John Gruden a genius or like a mental patient of some sort. I don't know what's going on. But they signed Nathan Peterman. Uh, with the Broncos, I do like a lot um, Philip Lindsay. Of course, you got to like Philip Lindsay. You know, like that's something that, that goes without Yeah, you start him without a doubt. Yeah, you start him without a doubt. And not for nothing, the other person I do like is somebody, you know, Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun Hamilton, I do like, had seven, had, in the past two games, had at least seven receptions for at least 46 yards. For, you know, he had seven receptions for 47 yards and a touchdown in week 14. Week 15, seven receptions for 46 yards. So not for nothing, I kind of do like him in this one. He has a very low ceiling, nonetheless. I like Tim Patrick, too. Yeah, Tim Patrick I think well. I'll start either or over Cortland Sutton. I would start Deshaun Hamilton over Cortland Sutton, 100%. Not, to, not, not Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, 16.6 and 11.5 the last two games. I would still start Cortland Sutton over them. Okay. Uh, the Raiders, the only one you would start, of course, you have Jared Cook. More likely, he is your best tight end on your team. And I do not trust Doug Martin in this game either. Stay away from him as much as you can. In this game, I'm what? How about Jordy Nelson? No, I don't start Jordy Nelson. Don't like any of them. Besides Jared Cook, I don't like any other Raider. Uh, this game, I had the Broncos. He's, he's been he's been uh, wide receiver two the last. Three don't games. trust him in championship week. Okay. Not against the Broncos. All right. So the spread in this game is plus three Oakland over under forty two. Broncos under Broncos. Broncos and the over. All right, so that's about to wrap it up for our show. You got our outro music all set up, ready to go. Okay, so then uh, that's if we got for this this game, Alex. Happy holidays. <laughs> Jesus Christ came out of nowhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas party, people. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Hope you have a ho, good one. Ho, ho. Okay, calm down. It's like <laughs> just coming out of nowhere with it. Uh, we do wish you a very happy holidays. We are going to come back next week uh, for at least one show before the new year. So we will see you again before next year, and then maybe two shows. We'll see how it goes. But once again, as always, follow us on our Instagram at BNB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BSB. Make sure you go and subscribe to us on on iTunes, wherever you want us to see your podcast. You leave us a review. And please, please, as always, rate us. Once again, party and also so if you look into it and you, and you read the descriptions, there might be a little special giveaway if we put it into the descriptions. That's if you want to read them. You should keep reading because every now and then I add in, hey, whoever reads this and reposts this will get a free T-shirt or something like that. So keep reading those. Keep rating us. Keep reviewing us. Keep up with us, party people. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Success on the list. Good luck in your finals. Good luck in the finals. Yes. Peace.